Hey, everybody. Ray Bram here. Welcome to the podcast that will help you increase the income and influence of your book, Beyond Royalties. Book Profit Secrets with Ray Bram starts now. Hey, everybody. Ray Brem here. We're glad to see you back for this session. and I'm super excited. I've got Cloris Kylie. She is a best-selling author of Beyond Influencer Marketing, and she is an expert at creating long-term connections with influencers. And whether you like it or not, I know I always shied away from it. This is the one of the number one things you got to do with your book when you get out is use it to connect with influencers. And that's what we're going to solve here today. Cloris, welcome to the session. <laughs> Thank you, Ray. It's a pleasure to be here. I'm excited about this because I swear every course I've taken, every book I've read, every, you know, it's all, they're like, you need to connect with people, but it's always kind of subtle. And the reality is different. It's, it's one of the things you must do. And one of the things that most of us are kind of like, uh, I'll put that off till later. So how can we get over that you know, to get started? Like, how can we get over that hump and actually get comfortable with this whole concept? Yeah. But I think when you feel like you're actually giving the person something of value, it becomes much more comfortable to do it, right? You're not feel like you're kind of asking somebody who you don't know to do you a favor. And I think that's why it's so great to have a book, Ray, because if I send my book to an influencer who maybe I have asked to be on my show and, and, you know, we had that short conversation, but then I wrap up the whole first impression with a copy, a signed copy of my book that really changes the game. You know, I have, I've had people who are top influencers on my podcast and uh, I just send them a copy of my book and immediately take a picture of themselves with a the book. They post it uh, on social media and that is social proof for, for me as well, right? So we're basically helping each other. And even if you haven't met the influencer and you want to start a relationship with them, why not send them a copy of your book explaining how it would be of value to them? And just to start, that's, that's a great way to start a relationship. So I would say if you want to connect with influencers, ask yourself, how can I deliver value to them first? And one of the best ways to do that is by leveraging your book. Sorry, you got my head spinning because I filled out a form for you for a podcast and you asked for the address. I'm like, I wonder where she needs that. And you just blew my mind because now I know why you need it. What, so if you're doing, let's say somebody's doing podcasts like you, what, what comes first, chicken or egg? Are you sending them, are you just picking people out? And what's the process? Are you sending them a book first? Are you trying to ask them to be on the podcast first? I mean, both are of value to people that you're reaching yeah. out to, I suppose. Yeah, definitely. Well, I would say I've mostly reached out to people to be on the show first. And uh, once they say yes, then I nurture their relationship by sending them a copy of my book. So that's the process I usually follow. However, I have sent books ahead of time. Like when, I, when I've connected with a top influencer, I feel like okay, the best next step is to send them my book. And then I invite them to be on my show. And of course, I'm much more likely to say yes because of that. But I, I would say the process I usually follow is just to send the book after. That said, though, don't let that stop you from, from doing it the other way because it works. So what's the... Uh, this is great because... You know, one of the primary avatars of this summit, the Book Profit School, is someone's got a book and not quite sure what steps to take next. Right. And would you say that no matter what step you're taking next, maybe you're creating a course, you're going to do coaching or, or whatever it is, you still need to do what you're talking about right here. Yeah, yeah, definitely. You, uh, I mean, collaborating with influencers is what really saved my business. I was at a point that 
I was just ready to quit. I was frustrated creating content that I, I knew was valuable, you know, writing blog posts every day. And I had a radio show, was live show, and I would just, you know, grab books and analyze them, whatever. I thought I was creating great value, posting quotes on Facebook. And I was just working so hard and uh, nobody seemed to care. But it was only when I reached out to those who already reached my ideal, ideal audience that things changed for me. That's why I've become so passionate about this. That's why I wrote Beyond Influencer Marketing. And I said beyond just because a lot of people think of oh, influencer marketing. That's like you reach to or reach out to an Instagram star and then they show you, they give you a shout out, whatever, and, and you're all set. But this is about creating relationships so you can do uh, grander things with that influencer as time goes by and you nurture the relationship. So people who started as a podcast guests or I was a guest on their show, they have become referral partners. We have done joint venture partnerships. They have contributed um, a small program for my own uh, digital program. So we've collaborated in, in many ways because we have established that connection. It's a, it's a long-term connection. You want to basically help each other in the long term. So for example, when I uh, recently hosted my virtual summit, I had several of the people who had been on my podcast on the summit. And uh, guess what the start of the summit was? It was my book. You know, every time I talked about you know, influencer marketing, I would start with a book. When I did um, an intro videos for my summit, every day I had an intro video. So it'd be like, oh, I'm Flores Kiley, the best-selling author of Beyond Influencer Marketing. So it allowed me to um, just build that influence to, to make people or encourage people to buy the book who participated in the summit. So I would say if you can make uh, connections uh, a central part of what you do and at the same time find a room for your book to be kind of like a hub to connect with both clients and influencers, then you'll be doing a great thing. So what's the next, what's the, you, you send a book, what's your, what's your funnel all about? I mean, you do a lot of stuff, yeah. but what's, yeah. you know, you reach out to influence, they get their book, you get them on a podcast, they send their audience to what, and then what happens? Yeah. So uh, once an influencer has a copy of the book, then they really know what you're all about, uh, which is something that, I mean, you mentioned that when you were on my show, that people really don't know, you know, a few minutes you talk about with their own story, so they don't really know about you. But once they read your book, you know, you become an authority in their eyes. They see what you're all about. And then it's time to, depending on where the relationship is at, you could reach out to them and say, I would love to just get together to find ways to either grow each other's lists or to collaborate. Depending on the influencer, you might want to deliver even more value ahead of that. But you will know when it's time uh, that you can say, hey, let's just talk about this. Let's try to help each other. And then, they're, of course, they're much more open to the relationship. They know that you're an authority and they're willing to, to, to listen to what you have to say. So let's talk about the idea that obviously you swap, you, you're working with somebody else, you send them your book, you're working with somebody else, and there's one idea that you're going to build your list up. And then there's another idea that they might be an affiliate to sell something else. You have both of those going right now. And where would somebody who's just got their book done start with that? Yeah. But I would say, ask yourself, you know, first of all, what is the first thing you could do to deliver value to the influencer to, cre to create that relationship? So it could be to send them your book. Yes, it could be that. But what else can you do? What other platform do you have available to initiate the relationship. So for example, if you have a large Facebook group that you've created, uh, why not have them on a Facebook Live for your group, right? Or if you have a podcast or a blog, why not feature them there 
or again, you could send a copy of your book. And then the, that's the first the initial objective, immediate. But what is your long-term objective? You know, what is it that you want to grow? You want to grow your referral business for a private clients? Or is there a group program or digital program that you, you know you're going to be launching soon? Or maybe a summit that you're hosting? And you would love for that influencer to be part of it. So I would say for every person, you have to have an immediate objective and a long-term objective before you reach out to them. And you have to have that in mind because if you don't know, if you just kind of invite them to do something and then, well, what's next? What do I do now? Then it'll be difficult, right? Because then every step you take should lead to that end goal. So I have influencers that I've connected with who could become referral partners to they've sent uh, clients in, introduced clients uh, to me, private clients. And then other influencers who were collaborating on launches, they're having me on their summits. So any opportunity then to, to grow each other's list uh, or one of them has a giveaway that I'm going to be participating in. So again, it depends on, on your primary objective what you want to focus on to grow in your business. Well, and you just said something that's, I think, pretty important that they want to be, you know, they want that. They want to be on summits. They want to be on books and, and so forth. So if you've got something to offer like a summit, most people, the, you know, they'll take the extra publicity even if they don't know you that well at first. And that's a great way to get to know people. Let me ask you this because I, I've noticed this as I've grown and I'm thinking mostly in terms of people that have just got their book done. You know, they might know they want to coach or they might know they've got a course they're creating or one of these things, but they still need to focus on list building. And it just, I've seen this now where I'm reaching out to some people and there's kind of some minimum list sizes to, to get involved with yeah. the people you want to reach out to. So that's going to come up. And so that needs to be a focus. So you have, you keep something in place to continually build your list, even if you might be reaching out to other influencers just to you know, collaborate on a, a product or a campaign. Yeah, definitely. I mean, collaboration is definitely one of the best ways to grow your list with an engaged audience. As you know, people who come from ads are not nearly as engaged, you don't have that authority yet. So they tend to kind of unsubscribe immediately. But uh, something that is important to do, and I'm sure you talk about it, is to have a, a really compelling uh, lead magnet within your book. So the book becomes a tool to grow your list. So for my book, I have the copy and paste templates for people to reach out to influencers, so podcasters or bloggers. So I think people find uh, the copy and paste templates useful and they go and, you know, join my list. Uh, so it's important that when you're crafting your book, you have that very clear and not just that, but a, a call to action to to continue to work with you. Like I, what I did in my book in the, the last chapter, this is next steps. I said, well, you've read the book, you have the strategies, but as you know, it's easy to, to kind of try something and do it the wrong way and then you give up or life gets in the way and you just stop working on it. Uh, so why not have somebody who keeps you accountable? So what I did was list all the objections that I know people will have and the obstacles they will face and then kind of lead them to reach out to me either through one of my programs or uh, a consultation. So it's important that you have that within your book. And then as you're continuing to build your list, if you want to be on an influencer's summit, for example, if you have built that connection uh, to a good point, like you've really delivered value to this influencer, maybe you had them on your podcast and you sent them your book and then you joined one of their programs and you're like the star student, 
and then you want to be a speaker on their summit, they'll say yes, regardless of the size of your list. If not, maybe that's not the influencer connection for you because I think, you know, for example, several people who were on my summit, they, for some reason, they, they had already a promotion schedule, so they couldn't really promote the summit. And I still wanted to have them. I know they have great value to offer. And I said, one, you can publish the evergreen later on. It's okay. Um, so it's because of the relationship. So I think what matters most is that you get that relationship as nurtured as possible. It's interesting because you and I were talking offline about this, but it's, I, yeah, I've had the same, I've, I've just invited one of my clients to be on this summit because he had so much to offer in a particular category. So yes, summit people want you on there. What's like, can you walk us through what are your offers and how do you introduce them? So you've got the thing in the back. Are you mainly, do you focus mainly on -on one-on-one? Because I think this will be appealing to people who are maybe doing similar things to you that you are. Yeah, yeah, definitely. Well, I have different um, different options for people. I thought it would be good to be as thorough as possible. So I said, if you want to talk about how, what is the best way for you to take this to the next level, then I send them to an application for a consultation. Uh, but I also send them to check out my group program, uh, which is basically the application of the book in group form just to keep you accountable. So I send people to that. And then, of course, to the lead magnet. So I would say both ways. Mostly, actually, mostly people reach out to me for a one-on-one call just because they're not sure what's right for them. Um, so make sure you have a, that application in place. Some people say, well, you should just allow people to book a call with you. If you're going to do that, then make sure that you require people to complete some sort of form or application before you meet with them to make sure that it's time well spent for everyone, though. That's a great point. So I think it also helps with the commitment. We've all been there where we get appointments that just no show and and you're basically giving your time at a free appointment. Are you saying you put the the link to the the application inside the book or is that something to get after they do the lead magnet? No, it's, it's inside the book? It's inside the book. Yeah, they okay. say, uh, I mean, I say, uh, just go, let's talk about how we can really help you implement this. And then I, I give a link. It's a pretty link. So if something happens and I end up changing the form or who knows, all I have to do is edit that pretty link. So I make sure that all my links are such that they are, okay, you know, like I can change things in the background. So, yeah. I've been burned about that myself, and I just talked about it in one of my groups uh, yesterday, but uh, that you need to control the links, make them branded with your right. URL if you can. So that's that's awesome. What's the... Okay, so you get somebody... Let's say you reach out to somebody, and now they've agreed to be on your summit or something. Let's let's say that's like mildly connecting, and or they're, they've been on your summit. Now, what's the next step? So they, you, you got your book, you sent them a book, you got them on a, maybe on a podcast, maybe they got on the summit and you want to partner with them more. What what are you doing next? Well, what I'm actually doing right now with the summit is that I'm inviting all of the speakers to a debrief call. I feel like many summit hosts do this event and then they're reaching out to all the speakers. Oh, let's promote the summit. Summit, you know, they just send the email for the summit, blah, blah, blah. And then when the event is over, maybe you send them their commissions and that's it, right? But I feel like having a debrief call with all of them where you basically share what worked, what didn't work, lessons learned, what you're going to do next is a value for everyone. So that's what I'm doing. I'm hosting a, a debrief call 
And I feel like that way, even the speakers can get to know each other because I, I know a lot of them don't know each other. Um, there's one of my speakers, she's uh, Vanessa Talbot. She's from Australia and she didn't know most of the people who were speakers on my summit. Then she said, I sat down on a Saturday morning and I just basically messaged every single speaker on your summit to introduce myself. I said, yes, that's what you got to do, you know. Uh, so you got to keep that connection going. So I will host a debrief. And after the debrief, I will reach out. I, I know I have a, a group of people who I really want to work with further, you know, JV partners. I would love to do a JV webinar with them. Uh, so at that level, like at that point, it's okay to reach out to them and say, uh, let's just do a call so uh, we can talk about other ways to collaborate. And I'm, I'm pretty sure they'll be open to it just because of all the value they have received already. Though. That's a fantastic idea. Good thing this is in the future and I am already doing that for Book Profit School. <laughs> Because you just gave me the idea. So I, I love that because you're right. It's kind of like, okay, I'll ping you next time I need something from you. And that's not how you want the, the idea to, you know, how you want it to work out. In fact, just, you know, like you said, if it's like, hey, how did it go? What, what can we do better from your standpoint as a speaker? And then, hey, what can I do for you? Can we do a you know, webinar for your stuff to my list? The more value add. And it's just, I, I love the, the idea of, connect so you got them all on one zoom call or something everybody's seeing each other and just chatted about the event exactly yeah. yeah so i just put together all the stats from the summit and many lessons learned as well also my plans because uh, you know as as you create your summit then you come up with oh yeah this is what i should do next time so share that as well i think it's also a good thing to do every time you do a launch you know, a launch would be like, it could be Jeff Walker style, whatever it is. <laughs> and if it's a JV webinar, what I like to do is actually host a, just a debrief call with, if it's just one partner with that partner and say, this is what happened. This is what people really resonated with. This is what they didn't resonate with. And just that, that way you take things to a next level. I think summits are great just because you can stay in touch during the summit too and grow that relationship. Like I would email people and say, hey, by the way, amazing. Yesterday you got like 600 people to click on the registration page and this many people signed up. So that's amazing. Yeah, so they, they got updates like that throughout the event. And then you start really building that relationship. So many of these people I had met, uh, some of them through a mastermind, some of them through my podcast, and we knew each other. But now I feel like we're really taking our relationship, uh, you know, on a much higher level. So, Well, along those lines, and I'm asking for a friend, at what point, I think the other thing is, and I guess I'm just looking for your comments on this, that there's a tendency not to let your all your personality through, I, I think. And yet, when you if you meet somebody at, a, at an event or at a amusement park or wherever it is, you know, after a few, you know, a little bit of conversation, you're going to tell the jokes, you know, like I'm famous for dad jokes, right? So, you know, wh what's your perspective on that? Like letting your personality out and, and uh, getting to know the real you and how soon in the relationship do you do that? It's like dating, say, uh, right? <laughs> it is like dating. It's true. It's true. I would say, I mean, you, you really have to be, uh, or let your personality show from the first moment uh, you meet someone. Um, I mean, if they don't like you, then you know it's not a great fit. I always talk about connecting with people who have the same values and style as you. Uh, otherwise, like even if you know somebody who has a perfect audience for me does a JV webinar for me, if our styles clash, that audience will just not like me. <laughs> They'll say, uh, yeah, boring or yeah, I don't know, 
they will not relate to it. So if you feel like you have that connection, though, if you're your, yourself, plus that makes you stand out. You know, if you share one of your dad jokes, <laughs> I bet that's what people remember. So <laughs> Yeah, not in a good way. But I like what you're saying because... The same thing. If you if you talk about like some this this summit or author Inc. One of the anthology books I've done, I've felt you know there's certain people that I could just I knew I could joke with and I could send them a uh, you know Matt Stone who's who's on this summit. You know I, I we just kind of send each other little emails with just phrases from goofball movies. You know like Kingpin. I sent him something and so it it allows you to really connect with people and I. I, I think you've just given us all permission to do that. So let's talk about this. What if, and I think we've hit it, but I want to re kind of summarize for everybody. If you've got a book, or even if you don't, you can do this as soon as your book's done, or even you can do it probably without a book, right? But I got a book done and I want to start, let's just say I've got five people that I really would love to connect with. Um, and maybe I don't have a podcast yet. So what's my first step? Well, the first step is, uh, find out what matters to those influencers the most right now. Because, you know, if I give you a piece of cake and you just had to search, you're like, oh, I'm full. Thank you. But it has to be something that you want. So if that influencer had their own book out, go ahead and buy it and post a review immediately on Amazon and let them know. And then send a note. By the way, congratulations on your book. Loved it. Posted a review. Here's my, a copy of my book. I think you will really love it. See, so you got to find what really matters to them. If they're promoting a new challenge or a new summit, then be the first person to share it. And make sure, of course, you tag the person. So you start, you are on the radar, right? Uh, and then you follow up with your book. Uh, and then you see, okay, so what else can I do to, to deliver value? Maybe I can sign up for one of their small programs and give a testimonial. So you send a video testimonial and then you send a copy of your book just to, to let, you, let them know what you're all about. So I would say it's great that you chose the number five because if you try to do this with 200 people, you will fail, right? It has to be a small group, people you really appreciate, you love their message, you know that you could work with them and then see how, how you can first create that strong impression that will help you stand out, open the door to the relationship. And then, uh, of course, if you have your book, definitely send it to them. Ah, it's a great first step. I, and, and in fact, you just eased my mind because I, you get this number 100 in your head, right? Yeah. That you, you got to get these 100, your top 100. And it's like, how can I possibly buy all their courses and, you know, do all that? But if I can do it in groups of five and like, what are the top five that I relate to the best now? And, and probably some of them are at different levels. So getting this person's attention might cost me more than getting this next person's attention, but great stuff. So obviously there's some huge value in what you do. How, how would, how can people get a hold of you and what's the best way to do that? Thank you, Ray. Well, uh, you can go to cloriskiley.com forward slash influencer. That's where you'll see my guide with 15 ways to get noticed that, that first impression, right? To initiate a connection with influencers. And then on my website, cloriskiley.com, you will see my book, Beyond Influencer Marketing, my podcast of the same name. It's all about connecting with influencers. Great stuff. Thanks, Cloris. I, it, this was a great session for me. I've got a lot of notes for myself personally. I'm sure everybody watching, you have notes too. Hopefully you've been taking notes. If not, watch the video again. This is, I, I think you're, you're going to see a lot of great stuff in Book Profit School, but this is the one concept that everybody must pay attention to no matter which direction you're going to actually make the money in your business or from your book. You're 
not going to do without influencers. And you're, and it's actually less expensive than getting cold traffic, right? So, and you're going to make, these are the people too you want to be around the rest of your life, you know, as far as the like-mindedness and all that. So super excited. Thanks, Cloris, again. This was a great session. And thanks everybody for watching. Hey, everybody. Thanks for joining me on this episode of Book Profit Secrets. You know, Abraham Lincoln once said if he had six hours to chop down a tree, he would spend the first four sharpening his axe. That's what this podcast is meant to do. That's also what we do on our site, our companion site, Ray.fm. So check us out there and sharpen your axe, increase your influence, income, and audience, and we'll see you next time.